before we start the podcast, I want to give a special shout out to Ken and C Murder. They contributed their time and effort to the podcast, and we thank you for that. Um, unfortunately, some of the segments or some of the parts of their that they contributed got cut out for technical difficulties, but we'll fix that later on. Um, going forward, if you guys can give us likes and uh, also, you know, subscribe to the podcast. So without further ado, here we go. Welcome to Sizing You Up, where the topic of the day is 2022 was rough. I'm one of your hosts, Real Rob, and your other host is Guru B. What's up, everybody? Happy holidays. I hope everybody enjoyed their Christmas and everything, and we're about to get to it, about to size some folks up about how they felt in 2022. All right, here we go. Okay, now as I was saying um, before, I you know sort of interrupted. Anyway, I was said I was I was speaking on uh, a generational conversation me and B had, and it was sort of kind of intertwined. It was sort of kind of tied into what we're talking about now. And within that conversation, we were saying stuff like the way things change in life is when a generation dies off. And the, the biggest naysayers of climate control and all this stuff are the baby boomers. And for real, for real, a lot of the, the reason a lot of stuff is in a stalemate because they are still in power. Yeah. So yeah. until that changes, I say about 20 to 30 years from now, that's when you're going to start really seeing people start talking about climate control and really pushing an agenda. And it's going to sound look more like a united front, I believe. I believe it's just a generational gap that's the only thing that's changing it. Well, I, I, I tend to agree with you. I mean, uh, clearly, uh, you know, when people start looking at things differently, uh, as they as they, as they uh, grow, as they develop, they may, their positions may be hardened and certainly changed by the younger people because they have a different view of, of, of the situation. And clearly, one of the issues I think could very well be climate, climate change uh, and a realization that it is real and that it is causing some... Uh, dire uh, and and uh, difficult situations throughout throughout the world, uh, but yeah, I, I, I would tend to agree with it. And, and I and I also believe if they can get a younger perspective in the White House in the next election, I think they can actually. Um, actually, I ain't gonna say boost the economy or no stuff like that, but I actually think it can actually infuse the people uh, I, I, and make things I, I, better, and possibly boost the uh, I think that, economy. I think that clearly, clearly, there's a need for, and I believe a desire for a younger uh, talent to assume those responsibilities. But you also have to keep in mind that they are still somewhat constrained by the two-party system, the Republicans and Democrats. No matter where the the next leadership comes from, the fact is that they are constrained to their constituents, and you have a constituency in the United States that is is significantly divided. Uh, Republican and Democrat, basically some independents. Uh, and depending upon where they fall, um, they may or may not be able to persuade that constituency what they want to do is is the right thing. Well, I have and a different... 
Well, I sort of kind of have a different mm-hmm. outlook on it. Let me tell you why I say this. This is almost like taking a negative situation and making it a positive. Well, I'm not a big fan of Trump. No. None of his rhetoric or none of that stuff. But yeah. one positive thing that I did see from him is he showed that a person can be within a party and still book the system. They don't have to be constrained to what their party says you're supposed to be. So because I, I, by me seeing him doing it, it gave me hope that there can be a, a Democratic or a Republican young person who can say, you know what, I'm tired of all this stuff. This is how we're going to do this. And have a perspective that's, you know, fresh and new. I'm glad you have that optimism. <laughs> but, but I mean, if you can see one side of things, I mean, yeah. can't you see the other? Well, I, I think that really, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm saying I say that only jokingly. Uh, you have an optimistic view, and I believe that that is all. Everything is possible. Uh, in this case, I, I'm not so sure because, as I said, over my lifetime, uh, I've seen the uh, disputes and the, the widening of the gap between the parties. And because of that, I don't see the cooperation that is necessary to make the things happen that that are clearly right and should happen. So, for example, why? Why were we talking about voting changes in the voting uh, rights law now, after only after George Floyd's death, and it didn't pass? Who among us, or among anybody in the United States, should be saying there's there's there's, there's no reason to have this voting rights act? You know, what I mean, if you, if you if you look at that from the standpoint, shouldn't everybody have? The ability to vote fairly, exactly, right? You know, and and yes, younger people were probably more inclined to see that. But you can, you have the entrenched group of constituents who are basically saying, "Hey, that's not the case. We didn't want that, and we don't want it, and that's the reason why it didn't pass." The same kinds of thing with regard to whether you believe pro or con with regard to the to to uh, uh, the Roe v. Wade. Uh, abortion case, whether, whether you believe one way or the other, the fact of the matter is that it was something that was in place for the past 50 years or more, and now to change it, a const- basically a constitutional issue, uh, to me, was really uh, an indication that one constituency, constituency was saying, hey, this is what we want, if you don't put it this way or get it this way, we won't be voting for you. That's that's the kind of attitude that you have now that exists in the separation between the parties. And as a result, what do you get done? There's no issue, there's no benefit, or at least they see no benefit in compromise. In other words, you and I can have a difference. And if we have a difference, and I say, Rob, we're going to go out and buy something. Uh, what do you want to buy? Well, I want to buy uh, a, uh, a new car. And I say, you know, it's, it's our pot of money jointly. And I say, I don't want to buy a new car. I want to uh, put in pipes in, in the uh, in the house. And you say, well, hey, I, I don't want to do that. You know, that's the kind of dilemma that you have. Right. Now what? Nobody's willing to come to a, a, a compromise. Now, the smart thing for me to do would be to say, hey, yeah, we do need a new car and we need the new pipes. Let's, let's get only $200 of the pipes fixed and we get a smaller car or a different car. That's compromise. And unfortunately, you don't see that in the party the the either party uh today yeah, but again yeah. uh only reason i only think that's why i said it's going to be a good 20 30 years from now and yeah. i got yeah. I, be, I only believe that because i always believe in generational change i don't really believe yeah. in change just of uh 
from a, like, a, like some people look at things, look at change and they say, oh, that happened in the moment or it was sporadic. No, it's always generational. Yeah. So, um, with that being said, uh, we finna get ready to wrap it up. Um, okay. and it seems to the, uh, it seems from your perspective that you feel like that we need to, uh, lock in and really sort of kind of buckle down and, 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 and uh, hold on for this ride that we going, going to go on, even going into the next year. Is yeah, that, for the, I believe for the next three to six months, at all indications, and, and just so you know, I, I uh, majored in economics in, in, law, in business school and uh, also in, in law school. So uh, the bottom line is that it, it is something that I believe is going to continue. doesn't mean I am going to be right. Obviously, forecasting in economics is basically attempting to forecast what will happen with regard to things. But historically speaking, I think that it will carry on for at least the next three to six months. And uh, the bottom line is that I think people need to buckle down and make sure that they are ready for it. Okay, kids. Love to hear your perspective, man. And one thing I like about you, you always give us a, a very, very intellectual side of things. And, and it, it's always high vibrations. And that's what I love to hear. <laughs> well, well, Rob, listen, I, I'll tell you, I, I appreciate both you guys uh, uh, doing what you're doing. And uh, the key is, as I see it, is to try to inform people. And I think you're doing a good job at, uh, at doing that and giving them some opportunity to think about what the situations are and what they can do to make the change. All right. I appreciate it. And we All appreciate right, you thanks. too. All right, see you, kid. And, and, and on the last note, the funny thing about what you said earlier about the governments and the laws and the loopholes, yes. they, they, they only stay the way they are until our people do them, and then that's when the laws change. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> All right, have a go. Enjoy the Happy New Year, and take take okay. care. Thank you for your time. All right. No problem. Take care, you guys. Take All right, you too, kid. All right. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, before before you end, bro, I wanna I wanna say, man, Kanye made him tell us how he made the moves, but he strategically showed us, man, we were standing up against these folks in different points and making sure the contracts was right. So that, that's he may always say exactly what he said, but he said he was fighting for these contracts. You know what I'm saying? Making sure the shit was fair, making sure he ain't getting, um, you know what I'm saying? People want blackballing him and doing certain things, even though they blackball him anyway. But I'm just saying he always been the type of person that's like he was standing up for his country. Like, they ain't treat me fairly as this. Like, they said they try to take all my all my, all my rights. They trying to do all this. They trying to monetize me without me. Uh, they trying to steal my stuff without me uh, even knowing out knowing it's getting public. So in other words, he is telling people he's not telling you the whole thing. He's telling you your ass is worth something, and you better fight for what you worth. What a, you know what all I mean? this stuff, Cornelius. This is what I try to tell you. Everything you do in life. When you're trying to teach and educate people and stuff like that, it's it, it, it also it's definitely putting the uh you definitely have to put the the candy in the medicine. So you got to make it sweet enough for people to want to to eat it. But you got to be intelligent with it too, and never come off looking like the hypocrite. Because the minute you come out looking like a hypocrite, you kill everything you fight for. It's a losing battle. You know what I'm saying? So when you sit there and say things after the fact you don't get your way, when you sit there and say things after the fact you done juice stuff for everything is worth, mm -hmm. when you see there, say that after the fact that these same companies made you a billionaire, 
We say that after the fact. Listen, 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 listen. We say that after the fact that you're raping people who on your own. You 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 destroying careers that like Tiana Taylor and you destroying careers of uh uh uh, uh what's the young nigga from uh Detroit? Big Sean. Big Sean and, and shitting oh. on them by by by, by going against by going against them while they own their record company and not even giving them all their money. Oh, fucking yeah. them over contractually too, owing their royalties, doing all the shit that you saying. You don't want somebody to do to you. He said he was going to get somebody Listen, man, dollars too. Didn't let me, let, Kanye West is a crybaby and mentally ill dude. I, I think he's very, very talented and probably one of the most talented people who ever walked this planet. I said it before. I said it again. I step him on it. That I believe years from now, we're going to marvel at the brilliance of Kanye West. But we still going to look at the mental illness factor too. And it's going to be a big conversation held about this. I guarantee you that. But we cannot be stuck on that conversation. We have to move on because the episode is so long. So we have to talk about other things that happened in 2022 that we felt like just made us, man, like, fuck it. I'm done with this, 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 this you know, this year. The inflation on chicken. God damn. <laughs> Couldn't make no chicken, man. Chicken wings went up to like fifty dollars a pack yeah, out there. Man, we, we was down in Memphis, man. We went me and Rob, we bought some chicken wings for crumpets. In the summertime, bro, we spent motherfucking two hundred. Yeah. Two hundred on, on, on he spent like I'm talking about this on like thirty on thirty piece. Yeah, thirty piece. Two hundred. Two hundred for each thirty piece. Some yeah, hundred like, and something for each thirty piece, yeah. Yeah, it was some crazy shit. What? Mm-hmm. Yup. Yeah. Yeah, he ain't lying. Now, I ain't gonna lie. They were banging. Like, Ooh, boy. Everything. You be trying to eat the goddamn. You be trying to eat the bone. It's the season, the way that shit is seasoned. That's why you gotta go. Yeah, you gotta come to Memphis. Crumpy. You gotta go to Memphis, man. And that's not even the best because All Star. I think All Star got Crumpets, Kanez. I think All Star got them, bro. Yeah, you eat the bone with all the stuff. You eat the whole chicken. Mm. <laughs> no, no joke. For real? I believe that shit. The Crumpets got the actual real wings, the whole wings. That's what I like real about this wing. shit. Real. The whole wing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. All, like a whole wing. Everybody got whole wings. They don't do that half a wing shit. Yeah. Debo's, Debo's do. Yeah, Debo's do that bullshit. The nigga want whole wings. Oh, yeah, man. Them motherfucking wings went, the chicken went through the roof. Yeah, just gas prices, like you said. The eggs still through the eggs is twenty dollars for sixty eggs. Plus twenty two dollars for sixty. Now milk done went down where I'm at because it's so many grocery stores, they got to compete with each other. Mm. So the milk is a dollar where I'm at. Ooh, that shit low. It's a dollar. A gallon of milk is a dollar. It's like 80 cents for like a half gallon. Yeah, that's cheap as hell. But they got to compete because they ain't got no like it's tough to do. It's like Six six grocery stores on the same street, big ass grocery stores, not limited joints. Oh yeah. So you know what I'm saying? Actually, it's more than there's ten. It's ten on the same street, bro. Yeah. So they got to have competition. They got to be competitive. Eggs and all that shit cheap. Eighty cent the lick. Yeah, it's the lick. The fuck? <laughs> Eighty cent. Them cone prices. Yeah. Them nigga, they, them just stole somebody. Uh, just a person just left their car door open, and I ran off with their milk. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's no goddamn price. Shit, twenty twenty two, man. Diddy just had a little baby doll. Man, didn't need to see the old ass. <laughs> <laughs> 
Man, like girl, you trying to be Nick Cannon hard as it? Sit your dust ass down, nigga. You are not Nick Cannon. Man, I come did it with gay. Man. Yeah, he is gay as hell. But listen to this, allegedly, allegedly, yeah. But all I know is he a young Miami. She bad. All I know is for him, he did he no 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 disrespect. Did he the dustiest millionaire? Diddy is the dustiest looking millionaire I've ever seen, bro. For some strange reason, he just looked dusty. I don't know. He didn't look dusty when he was a young nigga. Diddy set the fashion, bro. He set, man, he set the fashion for videos back in the day. When he was a young Everybody nigga. Everybody was super and gold. Diddy was a young was nigga. Shit, yeah. But Diddy became an old dude. He started turning Michael Jordan all of a sudden the way he dressed. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Big ass pants and all this ugly ass shit. He never looked fresh to me no more. Everybody ain't getting fucked, man. Man. Allegedly. Yeah, that's what I said. The nigga about to knock his ass out. Yeah, he was in L.A. He was in L.A. about to get his head rocked. Yeah, yeah, with that man, man from the stank as hell, man. Hey, he might like eat some shit sticks. with the actor, the actor nigga or something. Yeah. Man, man Puppy wasn't getting knocked out. No, his security was all right behind that nigga. They was going to fuck yeah, that boy. Yeah, they was going to fuck that nigga up. Listen, shit. Let me tell you That nigga do not to do nothing. Yeah. It's been over. That nigga had a, that nigga made a business move. <laughs> Real shit. He looked around. And he said, "Hold on, man. I want to be. I'm an actor. That was a lifetime. I want my face. <laughs> my face got to be intact. Goddamn it. Hey, bro, what's what's up, man? What's up, homie? <laughs> that shit ended real quick. Them niggas was the biggest shit behind it. No, the funny shit was when the niggas spun around and stamped in the street. You know who I am? Yeah. <laughs> Looking like Cat Williams and shit. Man. A big my... head Cat Williams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did he a god, though? He a god. He started all that shit. He he wanted to, he the godfather of hip-hop. The question is the thing. And this is what a conversation I want to have because I'm sort of kind of at the tail end of everything. And, and shout but, out to Huff. No, 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 no. I want to talk about this because I want to sort of kind of end the podcast on this note. Master P and his family. Yeah, that shit sad, crazy, that's dude. Sad, that's sad. Ain't it crazy? It's sad because all Master P ever did was put all of them in a position to be better. Now, what the fuck people don't understand is because every family got their shit. And it's not... None of our business to know they shit. That's what make it family business, right? But since they public figures is out there, they talk about his daughter having an overdose and all that, and Romeo felt some kind of way about all that. You supposed to keep that in house? Cause that man gave every penny to fund all of they shit, and they got all of they shit off his penny and his name. Right. So whatever little Romeo the fuck got anyway was what I gave you to. You understand what I'm saying? First of all, that nigga Lil Romeo had chips out. Lil Romeo had his nigga daddy tried to make him a rapper. His daddy tried to do every fucking thing. First of all, Lil Romeo could have made him a producer. He tried to make him an actor. Made him he a producer on a TV show. They had their own TV show. That's what I'm saying. So uh, he gave him checks. It's not, it's not, I don't, it's nothing you can say. You know you can say to P, man. Ain't nothing you can say to, to P. Yeah, that upset me when I saw that, though. I'm like, damn. And, 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 and see, see, that's how it jumped back to Kanye. Why, why the social media people that be ain't shutting that shit down? 
They they want to see a black father failing his son and a black son speaking negatively about a black man who stayed in the household with the family. Why they not shutting that shit down? Man, this nigga, first of all, they might know he did wrong for this shit, bro. Because first of all, bro, you probably know how to make money anyway. You probably had to know how to make money out of thin earth, stupid ass little boy. You was a little bitch. But, but you know something that's so crazy? It's crazy how, like, when you, you sit down know. and have side conversations sometimes, and those conversations be prevalent in other conversations. Like, for instance, yesterday, me, C-Murder, and Guru B was, was having a little phone conversation, and we was talking about, uh, we had a conversation about the difference between business and family or something like that. Family and life. Life right, is right, business. Right, 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 life right, right, is business. All things that they make the business life. One of the things that I was saying is... They say you always got to make business decisions about life. When That's what you have... Now, you said business is everything. Isn't everything. I said that people make business decisions in life. About everything. About everything. And then I, said, everything. And I was saying that everything isn't business. If you treat everything as business, you will lose a lot of relationships. That was the conversation. But we started talking about Master P... And his son. I mean, now we relating it to Master P and his son because we said something about like, if you run, we we both agree on this. Mm-hmm. If you run your family like a business, it's gonna fall mm-hmm. because a business don't have love. Right. It doesn't you need about love. You need love. doing things the right, love, doing right. things to, to 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 create unity. It's not about doing any of that stuff. It's about a bottom line. That's it. So maybe Master P right. ran his like family. Like a business. Like a business. And only cared life. about the bottom line. And by doing that, he really hurt them more than he helped them. Right. I don't know. I think, I think the nigga made easy, the millionaires. Bro. And at that point, they could stand and make decisions. No. They all grown. He made the millionaires. There ain't no more you can ask of your parent than to make you a millionaire, yo. Bro, these folks worked all their fucking life, bro. That's what we shit we don't see. These little motherfuckers been working their whole fucking life trying to live up to some shit, bro. Michael, Mike, Master P is like Michael Jordan. You did? So wait, 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 wait. Like Michael Jordan, like how? Michael Jordan, like how? Look, look, bro. Look, homie, been working all his motherfucking life. Well, I, I ain't a fan of Michael Jordan. When I think about that nigga, look, homie, been working his whole life, bro. Ever since he was a fucking little kid, that nigga been working, uh, working, 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 working his whole motherfucking life. I mean, it was dope ass jobs, though. It was dope ass jobs. As a kid, you don't give a fuck about that bullshit for real. So you took away his childhood. So you took. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, bro. The nigga may have never had a time to grow up. Nigga was on TikTok. Oh, I feel you on that. He was young, nigga. He was on nigga. I'm just saying, it's different. We 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 don't know these niggas' life. See, this one, this one, this the way I look at it, right? What you saying is 100 percent correct. But then it's that other side where I'm in the projects and I don't want my son being there. Simple as that. Simple as that. But this is the thing that I heard Master P saying a lot too. I never really heard. I heard him saying love and love and love and love and stuff. But I didn't hear him really saying how he expressed his love. I heard him saying a lot of stuff. Well, maybe I shouldn't have pushed him to do this. Maybe I should. Some will regret in the conversation and the tone of what he was saying. Well, because he's the villain. Because now he's the villain. Well, now he's the villain. But the understanding of is that sometimes we don't understand that we actually forgetting that these our kids are actually human beings. Right. Right, and right. and even though we want to mold them to be something that's better than us and all these kind of things, we also got to remember they're human beings. They have feelings, so we cannot forget that. 
pushing them like a robot and not giving them they feel they love and and they just do makes them cold-hearted and they'll make resentful to you eventually well that's part of our other episode that's coming up that deals with something else that we're going to talk about that y'all gonna have to tune in we can't really jump into that but that just jumps into the violence of the youth and, and is we desensitized as a community you know what I'm saying? So that's a whole nother that's a whole nother episode that's coming out. You know what I mean? That's another thing to look out for. So that's gonna that's real. That gets real real. And some people are not gonna like what's said, but people just gonna always have to remember its opinion. And y'all just gotta look out for that. But the reality is ain't nobody pay has to pay bills, bro. <laughs> ain't nobody. <laughs> nobody but him. So I don't give a fuck. How my children do the fuck they gotta do? They mine. I made them. I take care of them, and they should take care of me. Simple. I don't give a fuck if they use Romeo shit. I made y'all the fuck millionaires, and y'all not that y'all owe me, right? But what other fucking kids is millionaires out here? True. I wish my dad made me into a millionaire. To their conversation, to their argument. How dare you fucking say anything against me? We live in a world of poverty, and you a millionaire. I yeah, wish right they would. Ninety percent of the world is considered object poverty. So Master P should have to apologize for shit. The fucked up thing is, his daughter died. That's what was yep. fucked up. Okay, that's what made him look. That's what made him look like a villain. But all rich kids die of overdose. Because they got the money to buy that shit. And they some bitch-ass niggas. be on some bitch-ass shit sometimes. All of sometimes that. Be, they be emotionally bitches, though, for real. Like, a lot of times folks come from shit. They don't be emotionally. They they, they, they can deal with shit, bro, because they come from... They deal with a lot of bullshit already. But see, this is what niggas forget, bro. Master P from the fucking gutter, just like us. Right. We all but poor and we all rich. We all poor, right? So... We all want to do better for our children, and you get them out there. But that don't mean you still don't raise them on how you know to live. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. All he did was live how he lived. I don't know if it's that simple, though, B. I mean, Guru B. I mean, he always I think it's. Out. I think it's like this. I think it's my, this, and this is my... Opinion, real raw. You know what I'm talking about. It is how I feel about it. I feel that Master P did his good job as being a a father of teaching his kids, being his kids' life, and teaching his kids, I guess, how to be a man and stuff like that. But I think that it was a thin line between love and business, and business trump love. Mm, mm, and mm, I mm. think what ended up happening is when you do stuff like that, the relationship become toxic. A lot of people start, like for instance, when he was saying about his sister. All evil. For instance, like what he was saying about his sister and stuff like she that. Needed to and she was saying that it was it was mental illness. See, a lot of people who do drugs and stuff like that, it stems from them having um um what's the name of that uh, affliction? Uh it's when a person uh wants something all the time. Obsession. Yeah, obsessive compulsive disorder. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? OCD. No, no. No, no, that's that nah, is nah. OCD. I, that's the wrong one. Obsessive yeah. compulsive disorder is not the actual one. Mm-hmm. It's uh 
oh man, it's when a person addicted to like consistently doing the same thing over and over and over again. Damn it, I can't even remember the name of that term. It's going to come to me. But anyway, a lot of people are afflicted by that. Um, because what happens is, that's why people, addictive personality disorder. That's it right there. What happens is, your personality has, your personality is the personality that get addicted to anything you like. So, um, a lot of times drugs and, and, and that's a form of a mental illness, believe it or not, or it could be perceived. So if his daughter has addictive personality disorder, which usually people get addicted to anything have, it, um, it, 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 it was even worse if a person doesn't have a person, uh, in their life trying to talk to them and help them because that's almost something you have for the rest of your life. So just say for instance, you have addictive personality disorder, right? And you like crack i know that's a fucked up drug but i'm just throwing it out there so you like crack ain't nothing in the world will stop you from wanting to smoke crack i'm talking about even if you had your baby right there with you everything would trump it because you'd be so addicted just to that thing because not only is the high getting you addicted but your brain is pre pre um pre-registered or whatever to to, a preconditioned to want that anyway or get addicted to anything you want I think I got that, bro. So, a lot of people have addictive personality disorder. But anyway, he... I don't do shit. I don't do shit. So, for instance, so, for instance, so, she probably was afflicted with that. And that was stem, pushing addiction. And most of making it even worse is she going through things where they having financial issues, as Lil Romeo stated, um, because of Master P is probably hiding assets. Remember him, his wife was going through a divorce and he was claiming broke then. Right. So everybody was like, no, nah, he's not broke. He's not broke. Not broke. The only way you cannot be broke is if you start hiding assets. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And when you have assets, you have to stay, keep funds from people. But if you but you still can have tax on property and stuff, therefore you take money from your kids to pay said taxes. Meaning Romeo may have some validity to what he's saying about him not giving no money. He might not have gave him no money, but I made you rich. B when you have let's, anything let's, you have let's pay our taxes and keep getting rich. Anything you have, you have to maintain. That's how life works. Right, bro. So if you made me rich, you gotta keep me rich if I'm gonna stay rich. You understand what I'm saying? So the opportunities dry up. up, up. This is what everybody missing. Okay. Romeo gave him the money. Master P didn't strong arm for the money. He didn't steal. He never said he stole the money. He said I gave my dad the money. He used my money. He didn't steal it. Listen, bro. All this shit. All these niggas claiming broke and fucked up right now. Because all this crypto shit robbed these niggas. These niggas ain't speaking on they got robbed, bro. Mm-hmm. So stop thinking these niggas ain't get robbed. Some of them lost their pass codes though, didn't they? Got robbed. We, we, we got them sem- semi free. So you think the investors dipped or what happened? The play things crashed or what? Bro, Columbus show it. That nigga Twitch. All these niggas got robbed off these fucking investments, bro. Fucking with this crypto shit. You understand? So niggas ends maybe hurt. Niggas do make gotta sell a motherfucker a couple cars. Like, niggas may be fucked up. They got to snap back. Real shit, bro. This recession, next year going to be a recession, too. So don't think it's not. The recession ain't going to stop until 2024. When the digital age pop off. 2024, we're going to be the kill the air. The going to be able to do everything they need to do. And put the work in. 
and get all this shit accord so the government got control over this motherfucking crypto. Once we get control of crypto, nigga, we got to go. It's a green go for us, nigga. We, we, we back popping. We got, like, America get control of crypto. Once they get control of crypto, nigga, it's on. We back popping, nigga, 100%. Y'all go ahead. Y'all go with y'all conversation. I'm dead. I don't know. I mean, that that's that's that that probably got a lot of validity to it. I just know that if that's his son, his son part of his tribe, and he was good enough to make him rich. Then he got he should be good enough to stand with him when the shink ship fall. And if you got something to make sure the ship don't fall, then we we just putting it in together. And I'm sure if Master P had it, he would give it to him because he already gave it to him. Well, you right about this, but like what kind of what kind of lame nigga is you? This nigga should have a thousand business with a hundred thousand dollar credit each business. He like might. Just, I mean, like he, he might. He might. So if he, if he if he got that, he shouldn't be crying about no money. Cause all this shit all credit right, now, any fucking way. Now Master P never responded about it, but what if he say the money that Romeo paid is the money that Romeo's getting checks off of? Bro, it don't even fucking matter. You know what I'm saying? Like you, the director of this, you're the CEO of this. You owe for these taxes too. This is part of your company or your business that brings you income every month, son. I, I, I actually still think that we missing the book boat completely because Romeo is not, even though he's using financial things, which he should use, I think the biggest thing is the emotional damage that he really saying. I don't want to sound like no Dr. Phil or nothing like that, but uh let me go on my little diatribe real quick. When you raising kids and stuff like that and teaching people how to be men and women and stuff like that, no matter what you teach them from your uh, professional, um, with, no matter what you teach them from a professional perspective, like if you want to teach them a sport or a trade or any of those things, or even how to run a company or a business, you cannot circumvent love and you cannot do those things Um you cannot circumvent emotional connections and for and, and and go straight to let's get the money because what's going to happen is it's going to build a cold relationship that's going to sit there and, and it's going to be sullied with disrespect now the respect may not disrespect may not come in the beginning but it's going to eventually come because the person is seeing in a whole different light they see it more in the light of this is not my father. This is my business partner. So that's the respect is gone right there. So once you break down those barriers and break down those walls, you understand how it's so easy for a child like Romeo to say, man, fuck this nigga. Give my money. Because that's how you always presented the relationship. You built it like a business. You made it like a business. And that's what you get from it. You know, that's the basic thing that a lot of people forget. Whatever you put into something, that's exactly what you're going to get out of it. How about that, bro? And I just, I'm just going to fault Lil' Romeo for being a dumbass. He getting dunked out today. Because Lil' Romeo for had Bitcoin. Lil' Romeo had all this shit for this shit popped out. Lil' Romeo being an asshole, man. 
because I'm just saying, right? Nigga, you you a young nigga having money. You probably have Swiss bank accounts. Like, nigga, your dad is a billionaire. Nigga, you come from black people, man. You come from people from the project. You come from New Orleans, nigga. Like, nigga, you probably have some kind of sense to look at your history and sit your dumb ass down for one day and walk a, watch a goddamn documentary on black folks. Like, you, 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 you young niggas with money is, is, is some stupidest motherfuckers I've ever met and ever seen. If y'all ain't figured out, a broke ass, y'all let broke ass niggas come up and be millionaires and y'all niggas can't maintain a million. Nigga, you's a dummy. That's what he is. He's a motherfucker educated dummy. I don't give a fuck what school he went to, what commercial he had. He's a goddamn idiot. If he ain't had Bitcoin, if his ass didn't get Dodge coin, if he ain't get Sheba, if he ain't get none of them fucking cryptos, he's a motherfucker <laughs> dumb ass Beverly Hills building. Man, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm not trying to change my subject or nothing like that, but just like I say, one of my biggest things I love to say and be new, I see it. I say like, I believe in something and I stick to it until I get the evidence that something else is different. When I get the evidence that something different and I see that thing become a fact, a new fact, different from my opinion, I change how my decision and change the way the route that I go, meaning that. It could be a validity or a real conversation to Romeo is a moron for not learning from his dad. Seeing how busy stabbing his dad was and not capitalizing on it and using it to further his own goals and his own financial freedom and successfulness. So that see murder has a valid point on it. And it's some validity to say to it. And I even thought about that when he was hitting on it because I was thinking like, okay, no matter what emotional situation is, if I can't say you can you can circumvent right. the, the money, but you can't circumvent the love, and I can't switch it. Well, I can't say... Then learn and know how to survive. Right, right. Why? Listen, listen, listen. That's what like, I'm saying. I can't sit there at one hand and say, man, his dad wrong because he showed him business sense and then showed him love, but then give him a pass when he didn't take the fucking business sense and learn from it. And learn from it. Learn from the business sense. So, he should never be coming up a conversation I'm broke. That's a thousand percent correct right there. Like, he really do lose his conversation and kill himself when he say that. Again, not me sitting up there changing right, the why person. Somebody gotta do at first, I had an opinion. A billionaire. Then I see like, said opinion change and other opinion made more sense. My opinion changed. So it's more so like he was dumb. He do get the dunk of the day, the year, the decade, because it, it, it almost make you look stupid. I made you a millionaire, and now you mad at me. But I made you a millionaire, so you shouldn't be broke. Everybody in the world know my dad's name, nigga. And he put me in a situation where everybody in the world knows mine, and I'm broke. What the fuck? Like, That's the know? stupidest man, shit in the world, you ain't bro. No real estate from learning for your dad, you ain't buying real estate. name, of what I'm saying is, off name recognition alone, you're supposed to be rich. Yeah. Period. Yeah. How you don't got a billion dollar for credit, you stupid little boy? You don't use a dumb nigga. Use a dumb nigga. Your daddy went and did all that shit in Calio Projects. Your daddy did all that shit, all, put all that money in. Boy, use a boy. I should slap you if I see you in real life. He should be slapped. Nobody should even, everybody should be coming, nigga, you dumb. Because you come from the worst motherfucking set of black motherfuckers that can get, get down there to as far as poverty. You come from New Orleans, nigga. Right. They, the same thing as Memphis. They the same thing from them, some of the dirtiest towns you can fucking find. 
So nigga, you gotta be nigga. Look, the police, the police station was in the projects down in motherfucking New Orleans. They been the murder cabin, nigga. Like nigga, you come from there. So if your bitch ass ain't never looking no documentary where you come from and see who your fucking daddy is, you's a dumbass. Yeah, and the, and the sad thing about all of that that I'm thinking about even more is that he didn't even come from that. He come from a he silver did. spoon. Yeah. Right. The older brothers and sisters might have came from a little He's bit. He's the oldest. Romeo's the oldest. Oldest oh, sister younger than him. Everybody younger than him. Romeo's the oldest. Yeah. What? Romeo's down to my age. By the time he's there, his dad was selling two worth two hundred millions. That's mm-hmm. when yeah, four hundred million. Man, mm-hmm. that nigga dad had shoot two hundred dollars a shoot. That, that nigga, that nigga is dumb. That nigga was on on the little Romeo show, Nickelodeon. Your dad had you on every goddamn thing, nigga. Yeah. You, you was on. Uh, a few years ago, you was on uh, 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 um, the, the damn Blue Blood show with all the goddamn people, all the greats, all the people who, who kids, uh, 16 hip hop, whatever name that shit was. It was a damn Blue Blood show for all the kids that was dad and they were born in the game. Oh, and they yeah, were born in the yeah, game. yeah, yeah, yeah. Master P, Master P, Master P, um, yeah, actually spoke on that. it because Master P said we both was getting a check on it. Romeo wanted to step off and he lost me a check. He said, but I don't care. That's what he want to do. So I said, all right. Mm-hmm. So right. he said he lost a check himself trying to help his son. Oh, Angela, somebody did show How many times all them on a... That man's a loser, man. I'm convincing you. I'm convincing you're a loser. First of all, if you're, if you're a billionaire nigga's son and you ain't got, got, got no billionaire bitch, you a loser anyway. That was a Fuck problem with you. Okay. Nigga, that nigga probably got dick issues or something, man. We've been, we been, we been, we been, we been, we been ready to drop the, drop the um, proverbial uh, microphone right now. Because within this whole conversation, it made me think about something. Uh, and it's like the biggest elephant in the room right now. The elephant in the room is that we had a black young man who dad raised him business-wise and he claimed his dad didn't give him nothing, but we know his dad gave him something. You know what I'm saying? He provided Listen, and he became a no-name... I mean, he, he becoming like a fading star yesteryears of what he was type thing, right? Mm-hmm. Now, we take another white man who dad gave him $1 million. He became the president of the United States in a billionaire. So that shit just crazy how he can sit there and complain about something and that white man took those same things that his dad taught him, those business tactics, and became a fucking billionaire and became the president, the most powerful man in the known world. President of the United States. Yep. So it just it's just funny when you Talk say stuff Trump. like that. When you say stuff like that, it brings things to like a whole 360. Yeah, it's like it's like, damn, how the fuck did I not look at it from that perspective? Cause I would have looked at it from that. I ain't gonna lie, Romeo wouldn't have got no love bad. from the gate. Look at the league, look he wouldn't have got no love from the gate, bro. Because the bad. first thing I would have said is, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I got somebody to compare you with. Nah, they different. They different. They different. It's still different. It's still it's still different because Master P was still new to the money himself. He was still new money for rich money. And and people was just you think you invincible when you had that much money, bro. You bro, do. Master P is the first fucking artist to actually get real fucking money off his fucking album. Bro. I love Master really P. Get, I'm a Master P really fan, yo. I know exactly what you talk about. 
He one of my three favorites. I think B, I think you missing the thing. It's about his son growing up in a silver spoon. He didn't know no limits to life. His life was set with no limits, literally. Yeah. That's what his dad screamed. Yeah. No fucking limits. Yeah. So because his life set with no limits, he should have wanted to be a fucking billionaire. It no should have been way easier for him Trillion. to be a fucking billionaire. And ain't no excuse that he's not a fucking billionaire. Like damn near. Son. Like Puffy's son doing something. No, 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 no. I'm saying, listen, you was you, you started was off no going limits. against listen, right. you started off going against saying or having a rebuttal of saying Oh yeah, he got a point. He don't really got a point because you know his dad had new money and woo, woo, making a case for Romeo. And what I'm telling you, there is no case because you're right. It is different. The difference is that the difference is that uh, Master P actually was richer than what Donald Trump grew up in. That's number one. Number two, they both grew up with a silver spoon anyway. And he just used it and capitalized it and became rich. And I, I know the the uh, the optics are, you know, a black and a white thing and stuff like that. And I do understand race and stuff like that and things of that nature. But we actually see black billionaires now all the time. So he could have been one. It's not out of the uh, out of the realms of reality. It, it, it's definitely a, a feasible thing, a feasible goal. And for him to be broke and and, 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 and dissolute or whatever, or destitute or whatever you want to call it, it's just really a travesty. And it's just sad that he didn't take those gifts, those gems his dad dropped, and, and, and go somewhere with it. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, again, we got to end this podcast and stuff like this. So um, that was us sizing uh, 2022. Uh, we uh, actually probably should almost make a part two to this because we only got to hit like three different topics and it's a whole lot of stuff going on. But... We hope we entertained you guys, man. So, without further ado, we're going to end this podcast. I'm a real Rob. See murder, man. Already. And Guru B. Peace. And we're going to holler at you.